Hey, what's up, everyone? It's your boy, Johnny Clutch, giving hot takes and sports that I love, and I got one for you here. LeBron's groin injury could possibly be a blessing in disguise for the Lakers. Now, let's just get this out of the way. It would be asinine for me to say the Lakers are better off without LeBron and are a better team without him. You know, it's the proofs right here. Five and seven without LeBron. They've had some terrible losses. They got blown out by Minnesota and lost to the Knicks and Cavs at home. But there are many reasons this could be a good thing in the long run for the Lakers. These young players that you got on the team, you got Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, and we're seeing some of Zubach here tonight. It's really important for these young players to find their way without LeBron. You know, they're getting more opportunities without LeBron, and in the end, I think it's going to make them better. You know, Kuzma's dropping 41 points against Detroit, against Blake Griffin, holding them zero rebounds. And tonight, I thought he looked like the best player on the floor in a game where Russell Westbrook and Paul George were playing in it. And you also have Lonzo Ball running the offense without LeBron. You know, he looked very well tonight. He, he did a good job on Westbrook again. Westbrook shot 7 of 30 tonight. So that's a combined 10 of 50 in games where Russell Westbrook played against Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball has proven to be a really good defender against point guards. You also have Brandon Ingram still trying to find his way. He had 11 assists, I believe, tonight. Not a great shooting game at him for all, at all, but he had opportunities going to help him as well. And if the Lakers really want to compete in the Western Conference this year, you know, the confidence of these young players can be, you know, pivotal if they want to get to, into the second round of the Western Conference or maybe even farther. No, 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 I want to throw in here is that I think Zubat should be given more consistent playing time. He's been a part of the Lakers' two biggest wins this season on Christmas against the Warriors and tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. In my eyes, I think Luke Walton's wasting his time throwing out an old Tyson Chandler. I say you let Zubach run with the starters or at least give him more minutes behind McGee or something. He, he was on an absolute tear tonight against Steven Adams, one of the best defensive centers in the league, no less. Another reason that you know LeBron's injury could be busting this guy is, is these young players' trade value. If you want to possibly land Anthony Davis in a trade, having valuable assets could be pivotal. Now, we already see Boston has a lot of assets they can trade for, you know, New Orleans Pelicans. You know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. So when you really look at it, even if they're these young guys are not in the Lakers' long-term plans of who they want to build around LeBron, this could be this could be a great way of building up their trade value. It could end up helping the Lakers and LeBron get maybe his fourth and fifth ring. I would like to add, though, that the Lakers should not trade Kyle Kuzma. I think he is probably the one untouchable piece, I would say, for them in terms of their young players. I think he has a possibility of being that third star. Just say you get you know, LeBron or, for instance, Kawhi, and you have, still have Kuzma. I think that's three stars for you right there. I think Kuzma can develop into that. The Lakers might already have one of those stars they can pair with LeBron on their roster, and he's coming very cheap right now. So I don't know if the Lakers should part away with that asset. Another reason this could possibly be a blessing in disguise for the Lakers is evaluating Luke Walton. It's been no secret that Luke Walton has been on the hot seat reading reports in the last week or so. He wasn't Magic Johnson or Rob Plinka's choice. He was Mitch Kupchak's choice when he was there as GM. Luke Walton has yet to prove that he can win consistently without having LeBron on his team. Or, of course, when he was a, when he was a coach of the Warriors, he was... He had Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green when he was 39-4, and four, filling in for Steve Kerr in the beginning of that one season. You know, I believe it's tough to evaluate a coach when he's coaching LeBron. When LeBron wins, you know, it's tough to give the coach credit. He has the best player in the league on his team. I think, you know, his next stretch of games will show, you know, how well Luke Walton has brought, you know, this talent along and see if he is the right coach for the Lakers in the long run. 
And these next two games for the Lakers coming up will be a good barometer to see, you know, where they're at without LeBron. They got MVP candidate James Harden and the Rockets in Houston on Saturday. And then they got a home game at the Staples Center against the defending champion Warriors. This time will be a full game without LeBron. And DeMarcus Cousins will be in the lineup for the Warriors that game. It's going to be very interesting to see how the Lakers respond to those challenges. I've been seeing a lot of news come out of Dallas the last few days about Dennis Smith and him possibly being traded. Dennis Smith is a young point guard with a lot of potential, but I do think it could be beneficial for both sides to move on. I'm not normally an advocate for you know teams giving up on young players so soon, but I just feel that he's just not a good fit with Luka Doncic because they both need the ball in their hands. And when you have a player that's having as good as a rookie season as Luka Doncic, you don't worry about fitting a team around Dennis Smith anymore. You worry about fitting guys that fit playing with Luka Doncic. But I will say, if you're Dallas and you're trying to trade Dennis Smith, I would showcase him for a couple weeks. Because right now, if you trade him, you're selling really low on him. He's not having a good season. I would try to get him out there, call some, call some good plays for him in games, and try to get his numbers up before I try and trade him. And I feel there are a few teams in particular that could use his services. And one really jumps out into mine, and that's your Orlando Magic. Your Orlando Magic really haven't had a point guard in a long time. The last time I can remember them having a halfway decent point guard was Jameer Nelson, and that was back when they had Dwight Howard. And even with that being the case, Orlando time and time again in the draft will keep drafting bigs. I don't know why, but that's beside the point. I do believe that if Dennis Smith Jr. is on the trading block, Orlando should take a long, hard look at making a deal for him. If Dennis Smith does end up in Orlando, we can truly see his potential, full potential finally unfold because he'll, be, he'll have the ball in his hands a lot more than he does in Dallas with Luka Doncic running the show. The last bit of news I'd like to discuss is DeMarcus Cousins returning to the lineup. He will make it, be making his Warriors debut on Friday against the Clippers. And this is the main reason why I've been laughing at people, you know, trying to say, oh, the Warriors don't look the same this year. They look weak. Yeah, they look weak now but because they're bored. They're bored of the regular season. They can turn it on when they want to. And now they get DeMarcus Cousins filling in the weakest point in their team. Think about that. When, even when they won all the championships, you always said their chink in the armor was their big man. I mean, they had service, serviceable bigs. They had JaVale McGee, Zaza Pachulia, you know, Andrew Bogut before Durant got there. But it was always their one minor chink in, chink in the armor. Not anymore. You replaced those guys. You replaced JaVale McGee from last season. And you got DeMarcus Cousins, who arguably is the best center in the game. Now, right now, I'd say Joel Embiid's the best, but you can argue DeMarcus Cousins is just as good as Joel Embiid, if not better. This will make the Warriors unstoppable. There's no team that will even have a chance at beating them. The only way I could see is blowing in the Warriors' face is if DeMarcus Cousins' attitude problems come up again, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's the reason why he went to the Warriors. He wanted to show... That he is okay with getting less touches. Yeah, I get teams didn't want to give give him a big contract because of Achilles injury, but another reason is because of his attitude problems. That's the main reason why the Kings traded away Demarcus Cousins a few years ago. It, he didn't have his injury back then. The reason why the Kings got rid of Demarcus Cousins is they wouldn't want to spend that much money and make that big of a commitment towards Cousin, who has had attitude problems and they didn't want their whole franchise banking on him. So I believe Cousins is pretty content with. You know, basically being a role player this year, you know, is coming up when he's needed and helping the Warriors win a ring. And I believe that's enough to, if he just shows if he's healthy, that's enough to get him a big contract in this year's free agency. Now, will there be growing pains with Cousins in the lineup? Yeah. I mean, 
they have go for some chemistry issues, but the Warriors are clicking right now, won their last six straight. And just imagine this scenario, especially if Draymond Green starts hitting his shots from the outside, which I think he will. There is no way you can double DeMarcus Cousins on the block when they have that starting five in. You're going to bring a double off Clay? You're going to bring a double off Curry or KD? Stop. DeMarcus Cousins is going to be one-on-one in the post against most of the centers he's going to be playing against. He's going to dominate. Like the last couple years, the Warriors are going to run away with the title with or without Cousins. So even if Cousins isn't working out in the lineup, they can just bench him. It's not like they need him out there. So I believe Cousins knows that, and I think he's going to show teams two important things. One, that he's healthy, and two, he can be a good team player on a championship team. In conclusion, I'd like to thank everyone that listened to my first podcast. There will be more content on the way. Till next time, it's your boy Johnny Clutch. Peace out.